Thanksgiving is canceled. At least in Dane County it is. That doesn't mean you can't have some turkey, Phil, or if you're vegan, uh, you could have some tofurkey. But you can't have dinner with anybody that you don't already live with. Yeah, and Dane County announced this on Tuesday in sort of a very confusing way. And when we're looking for clear and accurate messaging during a pandemic with there's lots of misinformation around, Dane County's not helping right now. At the same time, the Republicans who run the legislature appear to not want a continuation of a face-covering mandate across the state, which Governor Evers just re-upped today. It looks like the Supreme Court is probably going to strike that down and say that he has to agree with the legislature on a mask mandate, which seems unlikely. So you have Dane County going overboard with restrictions and you have the Republican legislature kind of sitting on its hands. It sort of goes to a lack of leadership. I hate to blame it all on Trump. But I do feel like if we had strong, consistent leadership from the top of our nation, maybe the Republicans in Wisconsin wouldn't be so intransigent and the the Democrats and progressives in Dane County wouldn't be so the sky is falling. Well, today on Center Stage, the Wisconsin State Journal's political podcast from the Sensible Center of Wisconsin Politics, we're going to talk about COVID-19. It's surging across Wisconsin. Our hospitals are filling up and the response has been very different here in Madison versus much of the rest of the state. I'm Scott Milford. I'm the editorial page editor for the Wisconsin State Journal. And I'm Phil Hans. I'm the editorial cartoonist for the Wisconsin State Journal. We are half of the State Journal editorial board. The ungathered half. So let's talk about Dane County first. The health department basically put out a new order banning mass gatherings in your home, which is confusing because I'm not holding a rock concert in my house or a football game in my house. I'm not (laughs) hosting a mass gathering. I was thinking of having my parents over for Thanksgiving. Yeah, and that's two people. Yeah. And under the previous rule... You could have, in Dane County, up to 10 people in your house that was considered a small gathering that was allowed and you didn't have to have masks on. That just changed. Now, basically, nobody can enter your house, whether they have a mask on or not. Yeah, according to the health police in in, in Dane County, and we'll see what the enforcement is like on this. I think it stems from they're tracking where the cases are cropping up, and it doesn't sound like there's a whole lot of spread in restaurants and bars and shops. The spread is going on at people's houses in small gatherings. I think that's why they're trying to address it in this ham-handed, unhelpful way. Well, I think actually most of the spread is occurring at assisted living centers and places where lots of older people are. But they mean well, and they're trying to stop this. And, you know, the number of cases across the state has gone up about tenfold since early September. I remember a Friday in, I think it was August, and I was like, wow, we had 700 cases of COVID today in the state of Wisconsin. 700. That's like a new record. I can't believe it. It's totally out of control. Well, it's now like 7,000 every day. So yeah, the spread is just going gangbusters in the state. It's spreading in Dane County, but it's also spreading throughout rural parts of the state and in small towns. Part of what's going on is elaborate testing. More people are being tested. They're finding it more. Now, that doesn't mean that it's not spreading faster than it was before. That doesn't mean that our hospitals aren't filling because they are. 
we are told by the hospital association. It also doesn't mean that people aren't dying. More Wisconsin residents are, are dying from COVID-19 than ever have before. My wife who works in healthcare, they now have it where you can get tested and just find out an hour later. They don't have to go down to the Alliant Center anymore and wait two days to get tested. So the testing's getting better. We also have two companies that have announced in the last week or so vaccines are on the way as early as the end of the year. Healthcare workers and vulnerable people like the elderly may already be getting the vaccines that we are told are more than 90% effective. So I think the light's at the end of the tunnel. They're expecting about 700,000 doses in the state of Wisconsin around the end of the year, which is a big chunk of our state's population being able to get vaccinated. I would think the most vulnerable part. So we're really close. People should be wearing their masks. They should be social distancing. They should be washing their hands and sanitizing. We've been doing this now for almost a year, and we may only have two or three months of this left. Let's not screw it up now. Whether or not the Supreme Court's going to strike down the mask ban or not, people should be doing it. I wish the messaging on this could be consistent and clear. Wearing a mask is simply the best way to prevent the spread of the disease if you're out in public. And by out in public, it means you're inside of a public building or you are outside within six feet of other people. It's not like a mask mandate requires us to constantly wear a mask. If we're in our house, we don't need to wear a mask. If we're outside jogging, we don't need to wear a mask. If we go to a restaurant, which we still can do, even in Dane County, you don't have to wear a mask while you're shoveling food into your mouth or chugging a delicious craft beer. I feel like the state of Wisconsin should have a statewide mandate to encourage everyone to wear masks. Now, What's the enforcement on that? Are you going to fine people for not having masks walking down the street? I don't know, but the legislature should work with the governor to impose a statewide mandate on masks. They're not willing to do that. Yeah, Iowa, for example, just did it. The Republican governor there. A lot of Republican governors are starting to do it in states that resisted it. The main argument we've made for a statewide mask mandate isn't to crack down on people. It's really to keep the economy open. Because if you're a business owner, let's say you own a convenience store, you put signs up on your door saying everybody's got to wear a mask when you come in here. And that helps protect your employees. It helps protect other customers. It helps people coming to your store. And if people complain, you say, well, state's requiring it. They get to just pass the buck. The business gets to. Whereas if you just leave it to everybody on their own, then businesses could be pressured to not do it just because some loud customers complain about it. But then they're putting their employees at risk. I just think it's a really a minor inconvenience when you think about still being able to go out and do most everything that you want to do. Less so in Dane County. But most of the state, with a mask mandate, you can pretty much do anything. You can wear your mask into a bar sit down at the bar, chug six beers, and put your mask on and walk out the door. This isn't the end of the world here. The uncontrolled spread of the virus, which the masks try to prevent, that's what keeps our economy suppressed. That's what keeps our kids at home virtual learning. So wearing a mask and following the basic health guidelines is the best way to get our economy jump-started and get our kids back in schools, in person.
Good point on the kids. I mean, if we want to get kids back into schools so that more of the grown-ups can go back to work, a mask mandate helps that happen. While the whole state is too lax on this, I do feel like Dane County is just way too harsh. I'm not convinced that the Madison Public Schools and a lot of the districts in Dane County are prepared to open up in January. Currently, the schools are closed through the end of the second quarter, which goes through January, I think, 19th or 20th. And it doesn't seem like the schools have a real strong game plan to say, okay, we're ready to open up on the, this first day we can. I don't think they're planning on doing that, which is really too bad, considering that there are kids in the state who are still in in-person schools right now. The Greater Madison Chamber of Commerce, which put out a release earlier this week, I think they're justified in being frustrated that if there is enforcement going on, it's Dane County Health citing a local business because somebody saw somebody not wearing a mask. And yet there's very little evidence that people are catching this virus at businesses where virtually everybody does wear a mask. The chamber's right that they should not be vilified. Other than maybe a handful of campus bars that had been packing students in, and they're not anymore, or some house parties on campus. I mean, that's more the issue than going into Walgreens to buy some potato chips and get a prescription. There was the coffee shop in Middleton that was sort of defiantly anti-mask, and they probably should have been cited. They were cited, but now they're closed. But it did seem like there were some pretty innocuous citations filed against businesses when an employee took their mask off for a second or something like that. We don't need that sort of level of nanny state enforcing this. But we should all be following the guidelines as best we can. One of the arguments I've heard directed at people who don't like the mask mandate is that, okay, you don't believe in COVID or the mask or whatever. Well, what happens if you or a loved one gets in a car accident? They were going to rush you to the hospital, but guess what? The beds are full because so many people are there being treated for COVID. So it affects a lot of people. Or you can't have a surgery done because they're not allowing surgeries. Those sorts of things are clogging up the health system because of COVID, and we don't have it under control. At the state level, the governor and the top lawmakers don't seem to be talking and trying to find common ground. They just seem sort of stubborn. Governor Evers just put out a $541 million plan to do a bunch of things. Some of them are good, like pausing some foreclosures and evictions, assuming that landlords are getting some help too, extending some benefits for people who lose their jobs. And Speaker Robin Voss of the Assembly did call some of those workable, so hopefully they can get some of this done. Voss called for a lot more testing, a lot more contact tracing. I think he's got a point that If the feds are going to do another round of COVID relief, I think Wisconsin would be wise to spend the federal money first before we go and commit a whole bunch of state money. But if the feds aren't going to do anything, I think the state does need to step up on some of those issues like helping the unemployed, make sure they don't become homeless if they've lost their job, and certainly keeping testing at the Alliance Center and actually improving testing so that we can maybe just get a test at home and find out in an hour if we have it. The Republican-controlled legislature, they haven't done anything since March about the virus. And all they've done is sort of block whatever the governor's tried to do. So they're very culpable in the increase in cases in the state. They should at least be able to work with the governor to institute a statewide mask mandate. That's a, that's a minimum thing they should be doing because it doesn't cost any money. And it just sends the right message to people across the state about the importance of wearing masks. But Evers has done a really lousy job of communicating with the Republicans, who I know are intransigent and hard to work with. But he just doesn't seem like he's he even understands where they're coming from or what they want to see done. 
and he doesn't seem to care or have an interest in working with them, which is frustrating to see all of these adults not willing to make any sort of compromises to work for the betterment of the state. And Evers has kind of gotten a pass on this, but you can tell that he keeps proposing the same things he's done in the past, which he knows Republicans hate. He doesn't seem to be moving to the sensible center. He just sticks to his guns and puts out the same old thing he always wanted and said, well, aren't you guys going to accept what I want now? The other thing, too, that's, that's just kind of frustrating about Madison and I think hurts the cause is Madison leaders never seem to express concern if the streets flood with people celebrating Joe Biden's victory. There's no concern about the spread of COVID. Or if protesters come out to protest against police brutality, there seems to be zero concern about spreading COVID, albeit a lot of those people are wearing masks, but some of them aren't. And yet, if my neighbor wants to come over and have turkey with us, Joe Parisi is going to pull that drumstick out of their hand. It just seems like they're just a lot of times not consistent and open themselves up to criticism across the state for, oh, sure, Madison's wants it both ways and is hypocritical. Well, that's true. They, of course they want it both ways. You know, they don't want to look like they're cracking down on, on social justice movements or, you know, celebrations of, of liberal candidates. They don't want to be consistent when it comes to the best health guidelines if it's politically inconvenient for them. You know, this whole pandemic is unfortunately political, and I hate to blame everything on Trump because I blame the governor, I blame the health department, I blame the legislature here. But if we had real leadership from a president who was actually concerned about this pandemic and on day one say, we need to wear masks, social distance, and treat this thing seriously, we wouldn't be in the situation right now. We wouldn't have all of these conflicting messages that... <coughs> We wouldn't be coughing in the privacy of our home on a Zoom call. I'd be coughing with you in a studio right now, Scott. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you're, uh, what are you, six miles away, I think, not six feet. Thank God. I'm more like two and a half miles away. <laughs> I think you're right about Trump, that it, he's just turned the whole mask into this symbolic, you're either on my side or you're on their side. The partisanship over masks is just ridiculous, and everybody should, when you're going into a public place, inside a building, across the state, please wear a mask for a few more months so we can get out of this and fewer of our older parents will die. Early in the pandemic, Trump will always cite there was conflicting information about masks. Some people said not to wear masks. We even talked to an expert who's, who said, you know, maybe wearing a mask if you're not sick, you, maybe it makes you touch your face more. But that was at a time when we had a crisis and not having enough masks for people <laughs> to have to have around and the science wasn't as clear about how this disease spreads now we know exactly how people catch covid and it's from talking too close to each other coughing on each other it's from water droplets from your nose and mouth going out of your system and catching and going into somebody else's system and a mask prevents most of that from happening not everything it's not 100 percent foolproof but it's a hell of a lot better than not wearing anything at all and the fact that the president and so many leaders across this country are still calling into doubt what every scientist agrees to, you know, it's just unthinkable that they that they play politics with this kind of stuff. It's really frustrating. And people have died because of it. People have now died because they didn't believe in the need for masks because Trump said it wasn't that big a deal. Well, Phil, with Thanksgiving gatherings of any size banned in Dane County, 
it would seem like a similar situation could occur come Christmas in Dane County. But I do remember from when my kids were little watching a Elmo movie, and Elmo wished that every day could be Christmas. And let me just tell you, you do not want every day to be Christmas. You can get too much of these holidays because suddenly all the stores were closed every day, people were singing every day, but nobody was going to work. It was just a terrible mess, and everybody was mad at Elmo for wanting Christmas every day. Well, you know, the other thing we can always do is we can have a nice Thanksgiving in, like, April. We can, we can go get some turkey, have some mashed potatoes, watch a baseball game. We can just call Thanksgiving in April this year, too. Gather with our friends and family. Hopefully. That's a good idea. That's maybe what Dane County should have done, is they should have officially rescheduled Thanksgiving with a proclamation, you know, and they could make it April, the last Thursday in April, or the last Thursday in June or something like that, and then we could do a month after that, we could have Christmas. That's not a bad idea. Can I come to your house for the turkey? No, you can't. Not if Joe Parisi's uh, outside with the binoculars trying to bust me. Well, no. In April or June, I'll come to your house for the turkey. Oh, sure. Yes, in spring, you are welcome, Phil. I'll smoke you a turkey. You bet. There'll be plenty to eat because both my daughters are vegetarian now. So you can have as big a portion as you want. What have you done wrong to raise your children, Scott? I I live in Madison, Phil. What do you expect? Our theme music is by Tube Tester.